This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and let's get straight to the consumer news from the past week. It looks like we aren't living as long as we used to. The life expectancy of Canadians continues to go down falling last year for the third year in a row. A new Statistics Canada report says the life expectancy for the average Canadian fell from 82.3 years old in 2019 to 81.3 in 2022. Cancer and heart disease were the big ones, accounting for 41.8%, getting close to half of all the deaths last year. Smoking is obviously a big contributor to cancer and heart disease. And in New Zealand this week, their brand new conservative prime minister has canceled a bold law that many hoped would drastically cut down on the number of people smoking in that country. It had just gone into effect and that law was scrapped. And the law would have made it illegal in New Zealand to sell cigarettes to anybody born after 2008. It was an interesting law because it meant that in 2023, this year, if you were 15 years old or younger, you couldn't buy smokes. Pretty straightforward because you're 15 years old. But since that law applied to anybody born after 2008, it would have meant that 10 years from now, that minimum age would be 25. And then by 2043, it would be illegal to sell cigarettes to anybody younger than 35 years old. Health advocates call the scrapping of this law a win for the tobacco industry. But the conservative prime minister, Christopher Luxon, says he doesn't want to see a black market emerge where people would buy cigarettes anyway, even though they were illegal. Back in B.C., the government uh, wants the big drug companies who produce the opioids that are causing so much harm in the province to pay up. Attorney General Nikki Sharma says B.C. is taking a new step in the battle to make opioid manufacturers pay for the medical costs and other damages caused by their drugs. The province is leading the effort to certify a class action lawsuit on behalf of the province, uh, also the Yukon and the federal government and other Canadian territories and provinces. Sharma said the suit is the first of its kind in Canada. And one defendant, Purdue Pharma, has already agreed to a $150 million settlement with the province of BC. And if you have a Google account you haven't used in a while, you might want to log in. Google says they can label it as inactive and then erase everything on there. They have a new inactive account policy. And as of yesterday, they have begun deleting accounts that haven't been used in at least two years. And the company says accounts that haven't been used for a long time are more likely to be compromised because they typically have old passwords and they don't have that two-factor authentication. And a 106-year-old Second World War veteran went skydiving this past Monday, regaining his title as the oldest skydiver ever. Uh, This was a month after someone else broke his original Guinness World Record for a tandem dive. Uh, Al Blaschke jumped from 2,400 meters above the suburbs of Austin, Texas on Monday. And last month, a 104-year-old woman from Chicago skydived to become the new record holder. And then she died a week after her jump. 
So the 106-year-old Blaschke uh, decided it was time to regain that Guinness title. And he wasn't alone on the plane either. Uh, he was 106. Uh, but the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, also made his first skydive. He is at the tender age of 66. So he's just a baby compared to... Uh, to our friend Al, who was 106 years old. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, it's all about keeping your heart healthy, and that's hard during the Christmas season. A lot of food you shouldn't eat, a lot of stuff you shouldn't drink, but we do it anyway, and uh, some good advice from our next guest about how to, to make sure you stay heart healthy. Diamond Fernandez from the Heart Fit Clinic is our guest when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. It's Vancouver Consumer, and we are officially into Christmas party season. You might even have one tonight. I mean, the 2nd of December is a little early. But it's better than having one in like January, which is a new thing. But probably next weekend is the sweet spot for the corporate parties. And then after that, it really ramps up. It'll feel like every weekend there's something going on. Not really the time we're thinking so much about our health, uh, especially our heart health, but we should. We are learning more and more about heart health and what causes heart disease and heart attacks. And with me now is someone at the leading edge of all of this stuff. And he believes many of the things that we've come to believe about heart attacks and overall heart health are either misguided or sometimes just plain wrong. Diamond Fernandez is the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. You can find them at heartfit.ca on the web. They're one of the world's premier cardiac rehabilitation and heart attack and stroke prevention centers providing cardiovascular assessments and heart disease treatments and diamond fernandez is with us now hi diamond how are you i'm doing very well and uh yeah we're in the holiday season for sure (laughs) yeah and it's funny how it's supposed to be this joyful time but it's always the joyful times that provide the most stress we eat badly we're all stressed out about everything so i i guess it's a it's a time to really think about (laughs) about stress and your heart. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, we know the difference between being good and bad when it comes to, to heart <laughs> health. Right. And, and, and we know that side of things, but it, like a lot of people, you know, I, I don't want to not enjoy the season. I mean, it is a time for joy and sometimes maybe too much alcohol and eggnogs happen and on maybe too much sweets and candies or, or it just happens at this time of year. I mean, it's all around us. And so I, I think there's, you know, there's that part, but I think it's very important to understand, especially to be a little bit more proactive to understand where your risk is. So you know what you're doing is actually okay or not. And, and that's, um, you know, so, so I think it's important to talk about that because at the HeartFit Clinic, this is what we do really well. We prevent heart attacks. We reverse heart disease. We, 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 we have treatments and, and stuff to be able to help with artery health. And that's really powerful in what we do at the HeartFit Clinic. But what we do is a lot different than what gets done at our doctor's office, right? And so and a lot of people are like, well, you know, maybe it's time that I see my doctor, whether you have a, a regular doctor or a private physician or, you know, the best physician in the world, they're limited in what they can do in terms of understanding cardiovascular disease risk. Now, 
I don't want to dismiss everybody because they're you might have a very good proactive physician, but when we talk about what's available in our healthcare system, what's available to everybody, and you want to know where your risk is of heart disease, we kind of get a, a, a very poor grade in that. And, and, and that's where we come into play. That's where the heart fit clinic comes into play to understand cardiovascular disease risk. And so, you know, if you go to your family doctor, we still, like I say, we in the generalized, we, but it, like our healthcare system still thinks of these arteries like a plumbing problem. And they educate patients and saying, well, you know, you got to stay away from that last eggnog. Otherwise, you know, it'll build up inside your arteries and cause a heart attack. It doesn't happen that way. And so this is where it's important to understand that there, there was a study that was done. I always share the study is that uh, I think it was 137,000 people in this study. It was 136,940, I think it was. But anyway, the point is, is that 137,000 people in the study that had that were admitted into the hospital with coronary artery disease, with artery disease. And they found that 83% of them had normal cholesterol profiles, normal LDL cholesterol profiles, which is LDL is the bad wow. cholesterol. And so it's not cholesterol that accumulates to this pipe and you have a, a last cheeseburger and fries or eggnog or whatever it is, and you end up clogging up. Doesn't happen that way. How it does happen is inside the artery wall is all skin. If you put your thumb and finger together, make sure you're not driving, but that's what the inside of the artery looks like. It's all skin. And something has to damage that lining of skin. And when it gets damaged, then these cholesterol particles sliver into the lining of the artery wall. And sometimes you can get slivers out, right? Everyone's had a sliver on your hand before. Sometimes these slivers can get, uh, get pulled out. But what's worse is if the sliver gets in there and you're not able to pull it out, what happens next? It gets infected. And that's what, that's how artery disease builds up inside the lining of the artery wall is a bunch of infected slivers that are inside there. And it just continues that process to build up like a pimple would on your face. And everyone's had that pimple on your face and everyone's had that pimple that's popped on your face. It gets gross and it pusses and you know, <laughs> all those contents, you know, you got to wipe it off and it's gross. But right. if that happens inside the lining of an artery wall, there's your heart attack. And we are the only clinic to look at the artery health this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and people can go to heartfit.ca because uh, I should mention that the HeartFit Clinic is on Douglas Road in Burnaby. You can uh, phone them, 604-330-4348 as well, or just go to heartfit.ca. And uh, testing is, is a really important part of all this about what you're saying because uh, some of the testing that you get uh, you know, with your family doctor is different than the kind of testing that you can do at the HeartFit Clinic. And uh, I know you're very proud of this this new uh, uh, heart scan that uses mm -hmm. uh, artificial intelligence. And these are these are tests that people can come in and get and actually see the see what's going on in a in a very sort of nuanced and more um, you know complex way than than a lot of typical old fashioned testing, right? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we have a promotion for the month of December where you get $700 off of that test. So it's important to take advantage of that. And so, um, and so it, it's a good benefit to have, of course. And, and, uh, so like we are very proud of it because it allows us to be accurate without the invasion of, of, of other testing. And so, and, and I think it's important to understand, like think of these arteries, like, like most people think of them like a plumbing problem. And so think of them like a, a five lane highway system and all five lanes are open. 
you have to have four out of five lanes closed on that highway system for a cardiologist to now take it seriously. And it doesn't mean that a cardiologist is always going to stent and bypass it because that doesn't happen anymore. The ischemia trial, uh, which came out in 2019, and uh, yeah, it was 2019 that that trial came out in. And when we look at that trial, it was looking at, you know, what we do with people with stable artery disease. And we found that medication is just as good of a treatment option than doing stent or even a surgery or bypass surgery. So this is where our treatment options to grow new arteries, improve artery function and, and, and artery health and heart function are super valuable to help people understand what we can do. And that's what we do at the Heart Clinic. We help prevent or even reverse a disease process. And so these are all important things to look at. And this is what we do really well at the Heart Fit Clinic. And so if you go see a cardiologist, a stress test, a nuclear stress test, or what we call a myocardial perfusion imaging, even a CT angiogram, these are designed to look at the arteries like a plumbing problem. And they're not a plumbing problem. 90% of heart attacks occur with blockages that are less than 80%. Mm-hmm. And so, so, that's funny oh, to see, though. Yeah, go on, sorry. I was just going to say the the type of people who uh, go to heartfit.ca and come in for a consultation, um, I guess it's a lot of different people, people who have heart disease in their family or people who have already had a heart attack. Um, so I guess you 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 help all all those types of people, lots of different types of people. Correct. And so we help people prevent and reverse heart disease. Like And, and so we help people who are concerned about their heart health. And a concern could be, Hey, I'm a busy executive or I'm a busy, you know, I'm busy running a household or whatever be the situation, but everyone's important, especially this time of year. You know, we want to be here for like, we do this stuff for people that depend on us at home or work or, uh, you know, whatever it might be. And so the, the idea is, is that we want to help people be proactive about their heart health. And so mm-hmm. this could be someone who just wants to know where their risk is. They might have a family history of heart disease or you know, I had a friend that passed away, you know, on the ski hill and, and it just happened recently, by the way, but, um, and had a heart attack on the ski hill. And then you hear it all the time. I had a friend that passed away uh, playing hockey on, on the ice. And, you know, these things can happen and it is the number one preventable disease. You don't have to go down that path. It's important to understand where your risk is and then get aggressive at reversing it. And that's what we do at the heart Fit clinic. And then we see people who, you know, that's the, people are concerned about heart, their heart health, but now they're taking pills. They might be told, hey, oh, I have high cholesterol. I got to lower it. Well, it's not cholesterol that causes heart disease. We talked about that earlier. And I'm not asking people to come off their medications. Not, that's not yet. <laughs> that's something we would have to do uh, a little bit more in depth at the HeartFit Clinic. But we would, um, you know, they might be taking cholesterol-lowering pills or they might have blood pressure issues or they have diabetes. And they want to understand where their risk is of heart disease. This is what we do really well. Uh, to understand and give people a better thorough understanding that it's not a plumbing problem is that we're trying to prevent that pimple from popping inside the lining of the artery wall. And then those, those people that have artery disease or uh, they've had a heart stent or a bypass surgery or a heart attack, maybe they've even had a heart disease in a different form. They might have atrial fibrillation or they might have um, electrical abnormalities like palpitations that they've been diagnosed with or heart failure. You know, those are all things that we can help people now reverse a disease process. And that's uh, obviously that's a more challenging thing to do at the heart fit clinic. It's a lot easier for us to 
bring people in and, and, and reverse a disease process when they're in a preventative phase. But we can still do it. I mean, we get lots of great success of improving artery function, heart function, and reversing a disease process at the HeartFit Clinic. And that's, you know, it all starts off with, you know, uh, we, we do a, a consultation where we go over a free consultation where we go over your specific individual requirements. Where are you at? What does your history look like? What does your test look like? Go over that stuff so that we can understand what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. And it's not just men. We always picture just men having RSS, but women too, right? So, yeah, women and men differ quite extensively. And so um, a lot of women are at risk for cardiovascular disease, and a lot of women feel the symptoms differently than men. And so women are more likely to, you know, have different types of artery diseases that, it's still artery disease, but, um, you know, they have what we call small vessel disease or what we call vasospasm where the artery is spasming or even spontaneous coronary artery dissections or, or even, um, you know, like, you know, this happens. This happens to women just as much as men. And women think they're immune to it, not necessarily. So, you know, mm-hmm. 6 to 15%, anywhere in that range, um, of all MIs uh, or all heart attacks could be uh, heart attacks that have no obstruction to it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'll say that again, that are heart attacks that have no obstruction to it. So what happens? Well, this is where it's a lot more prone to women. And so this is very common where women will go into the hospital, they'll pass all the tests and they'll be like, well, you know, go home, everything's okay. And, and women, right. they're tough. <laughs> They're tough. I know this. I, I have a mom. I have a wife, and and you know they're tough. They they go. They can with. Uh, they can endure pain a lot more than men can. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And so when when they get pains for certain things, it, it's more likely to be dismissed because it's like, oh, you know, I'm feeling overly fatigued, or I get this back pain or jaw pain, or it's something that's not quite the heart. Like it's not the crushing chest pain all the time for women. Yeah. And so yeah, women. I can go off on a whole hour talking about women and well, heart disease. But, well, let's maybe yeah. talk a little bit more about that when we come back, because I think yeah. that's an important issue, as well as some of the other things just generally that people can do this holiday season to to kind of avoid uh, getting in trouble with their heart health. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez. He's the author of the book, Beating Heart Disease, which you can find on the website of the HeartFit Clinic. It's heartfit.ca. And as we mentioned, you can go in for a free consultation um, and also right now there's a deal. You get $700 off testing with the new artificial intelligence, uh, heart scan, which is like state of the art, brand new stuff. And it's all at HeartFit clinic. They're on Douglas road in Burnaby, uh, heartfit.ca. And we'll have more with diamond when we come back on Vancouver consumer. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking to Diamond Fernandez, uh, the founder of the HeartFit Clinic, and he's also the author of the book Beating Heart Disease. Uh, you can find the HeartFit Clinic there in the Lower Mainland on Douglas Road in Burnaby, go to heartfit.ca, 604-330-4348. If you're somebody who is concerned about their heart health, maybe you've had heart problems in the past, maybe it's something that runs in your family, uh, you can go in for a free consultation. There's also some 
some really, really uh, cool tests that they have. And there's some great deals right now. You can save $700 on their AI heart scan test, which, which can tell you a lot uh, about, uh, about your heart health. And it, and it can tell you things that, uh, that, that your family doctor just can't tell you. And it's, it's so important. Um, so let's talk about the holiday season. And a lot of people, one of the main things is people are drinking more. And how, how does alcohol affect the heart? Is that, is that a big concern? Yeah. I mean, we got sugar, we got alcohol, we've got, uh, stress, right? Uh, you know, I got to buy all these gifts or I got to plan a dinner or whatever be the situation, or I got to get ready for uh, a dinner or a work event or whatever might be the situation. There's all these things that happen. And when we look at that side of things, it's, it just happens, right? I mean, our body um, can do its best to combat with stress and stress can come in the form of eating, it can mean come in the form of just mental exhaustion as well. And so, and, and those are things that are hard to measure, right? It's hard to measure those things other than looking at, you know, okay, well, my blood work, my sugars are high or whatever be the situation. It's not just about that. It's about understanding what's happening to the artery wall because these arteries are a muscle, right? They're not a pipe. And most people think of them as like, okay, well, uh, I got to stop having more things. No, it's, Inside the art, what are things that can damage the lining of the artery wall? Inside the lining of the artery wall, it's all skin. We talked about that earlier. And so those things are, are very important to understand because then you know, okay, well, if you have stress, if you do eat well, well, then what do I got to do on the other side of it to, to make my body happier? Meaning, um, am I meditating often? Am I um, keeping stress under control? Am I active? Am I you know, exercising? Am I doing things? And even if you do those things, like it can happen to anybody, right? And, and we had a, a 55-year-old female that came in to see us and um, she was a marathon runner and she ended up going to um, her doctor and she ended up finding that she had blockages and they ended up doing bypass surgery on her and they should never have done that for somebody just because you do bypass, it doesn't mean that you live longer. And that's what the ischemia trial showed on that side of things. And so, I mean, this person was in, in the middle of the prairies here. And so in, uh, in Canada. And when we, when we look at this, it's, it's not everybody is the same, right? And, and women are not prone, like uh, women are just as prone to heart disease as men. And, and, and so this is why it's important. Like this time of year it's, uh, at the heart clinic, we look, we want to be able to understand where your risk is. And so, you know, not that it gives you a, a um, a green light to go crazy. That's not what the cool is either. Cause the opposite can happen. Like we get people, Hey, everything's okay. And then all of a sudden they, they're not right. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a few years later, cause we monitor people, but it's looking at that side of things is to be able to say, okay, well, I w- we want to give people peace of mind in two ways. Hey, everything's okay. You're okay to go play hockey. You're okay to, to go skiing. You're okay to, you know, play with your kids or grandkids or whatever be the situation. Um, you're okay to do those things or look, we got to do some things so you can do those things without any, um, it, without it being in the back of your mind that I'm going to have a heart attack or, or whatever be the situation. Right. So, um, right. obviously the, the ski hills are starting to go and everything ski season's in the way and is on, is on its way. And, and there, and it's fun to do these things. We just want to make sure you can do these things safely and effectively giving you peace right. of mind. 
Right. We're talking to Diamond Fernandez, the HeartFit Clinic. He's the founder. Uh, HeartFit.ca is the website. And uh, yeah, uh, and 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 it's important to to mention that 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 the HeartFit Clinic kind of works in tandem with the regular healthcare system with your family doctor, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's the kind of care that you don't get. And uh, you mentioned that you were, you were, last time we talked, you had just gotten back from a conference and there were some really interesting things that were talked about there. And uh, it really is a field, the field of heart health that is, is changing. There's a lot of things that are being discovered, right? Uh, it's, uh, I could again spend hours talking about what we talked about there, but um, you know, this year, this theme was artificial intelligence. And um, when we talk about artificial intelligence, it's it's a it's a very scary thing to talk about, if that makes sense, because people are like, oh, well, you know, I don't know if I want to do this or or." there there was a study actually uh, that was brought up in the the conference there. It only studied 11,000 people, but, you know, 60 percent of people are actually uncomfortable with um, using AI to diagnose or recommend treatments and, you know, but. Then there was a, a group of people that were like, um, I think it was 65% were, were actually comfortable using artificial intelligence to detect cancer or disease. And then 40% of the people say that it can help uh, healthcare providers make fewer mistakes. And you know where the, the a big cause of death happens is actually in hospitals. And, you know, and there, there's a lot of misjudgments or whatever it might be. So there's a lot of, uh, there's a, a, um, a hospital in Canada that has actually adopted artificial intelligence to make their jobs easier. It's actually a strategic pillar in their hospital. And mm-hmm. not many people are, are, are taking this seriously, but AI has been around since the fifties. I mean, there's a reason why Terminator came out in the eighties. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> you know, that was all artificial intelligence. This was all, this is nothing new, meaning it's just, uh, it's just morphed into it. And, and it's big, uh, a big buzzword here now more often. And so, um, I, I think there's a lot of good things that come out of it. It allows artificial intelligence to have early warning systems that, you know, in, in hospitals, especially you can categorize people, low, medium, high risk. And if they switch a category, then you can address that patient very quickly rather than getting, catching people always at the high risk. And that's, and that was said a lot in our, in our conference is that a lot of times we wait for the high risk patient. We always wait for the, there's nothing that we can do for the preventative patient. And when you talk about that from an artery disease perspective, it goes beyond just taking cholesterol lowering pills because that's, that's not what causes heart disease, right? Cholesterol is not what causes heart disease. And, you, you talk to any cardiologist and be like, well, the only treatment we have is this. And the only guidelines is this. And this is where you have to go outside the guidelines or outside the sandbox to find out what can people do to get personalized. This is personalized precision medicine at the HeartFit Clinic where we're trying to look at that side of things to help people understand their risk of a heart attack or stroke. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, a lot of the buzz was on healthcare. A lot of the buzz was on you know, there was, there was even uh, a very popular talk was on the myovac study, and um, you know, it's about vaccine-associated injuries uh, from myocarditis. And we went through different case studies with patients and athletes on that part of it. So I found I found that very interesting, and in how um, you know we know that the um, 
the, you know, the spike protein can cause injury to the heart and, and what we can do as, you know, in the cardiology world or, or cardiac health side of things to be able to mitigate that risk and see what's going on. And, and that's stuff that we've been doing for a long time at the heart fit clinic, obviously three years now when it comes to COVID and, and vaccinations to see what the health of the artery is doing. Like it's so important to understand the health of your artery wall first before understanding these things. And, and so there was just really great information on, uh, even women in heart disease, I really enjoyed that. And I, I really love the case studies. For me, it's all about understanding the case studies as to when and why and how we should be intervening or not intervening. And when I say intervening, looking at stents or bypass surgery and understanding what medications can do for patients and what are some risk factors that people can pay attention to that's, you know, I, I, like I went to this talk on lipoprotein A, and that's something that you can ask your doctor to do. And that's a big marker for cardiovascular disease, yet there's no approved medications to treat that right now. And this is something we've been addressing at the Hartford Clinic for years. And there are things that you can do in a natural state, but it's not always just about taking, it's like, okay, well, you have high lipoprotein A, let's just get LDL as low as possible. And that, you know, when you look at the number needed to treat on that, how many people you have to help to do that, it's just not really that beneficial. And this is why it's important to understand that it's not cholesterol, it's not particles that go into the lining and accumulate it, it's, it, it, or accumulate to the, the pipe. It's, these arteries are a muscle, and it has to go through uh, atherogenic or a plaque-building process. And those steps are things that we look at at the HeartFit Clinic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of AI, you've got the heart scan, this brand new testing device. And uh, as you mentioned, uh, right now, uh, you can get uh, $700, $700 off that test, which is a, a pretty mm-hmm. crucial test. I don't know if it'd be, do you think it'd be a good Christmas present for somebody? Would that be very romantic? <laughs> I think it's important. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, I think health gifts are always fun for me like that. That's what I really love. And, and so when, when you look at, um, it, it's really about understanding, you know, what can I do to help this person? And, and you know, it's funny cause we got a lot of, uh, clients that are like, well, I want to give my, my kids or my husband or my wife, this, this heart scanner or this extra testing that you do at the heart clinic. And I want to give them to this as a gift. And it's not a gift where, you open up and it's like, Oh, I'm excited. Like we're past that phase. That's for our kids. And you know, the, the, the young teens are like that kind of thing. Now it's more like, okay, well, yeah, it's nice to get gifts, but I think it's a valuable gift to get because I want you to be around longer. I want, I want to make sure that you're healthy. I want to make sure that you're, you're doing okay. Okay. Like it made me sad today. Like, uh, yeah, I don't even want to share it, but like you hear about these young kids passing away from heart disease. And I, and I'd say, it was this, this woman in her thirties that passed away from heart disease. I don't want to get into the details of it, but so young, like so young. And it's such a thing that what can we do to, to, to improve our health? And, and, you, and, you know, at the end of the day, we're all about connection. And I write about it in my book, you know, in my first book, beating heart disease. And, and that's important to understand, like, who are we to the ones that we love and the connections that we make? And it doesn't always have to be with spouse or, or a loved one. A loved one can also be someone that could be your best friend or, or a parent or, or a cousin or a family member or a friend, whatever. It doesn't have to be, you know, 
a romantic loved one all the time. And so mm. that's, uh, it's all about having connection is really what I'm trying to sh- share there. And so, you know, that's who do you connect with well, so. Yeah, that sounds great. Diamond Fernandez has been our guest, the author of Beating Heart Disease, the founder of the HeartFit Clinic. And you can find out all about this stuff on their website, heartfit.ca. They're on Douglas Road in Burnaby here in the Lower Mainland. Their phone number is 604-330-4348. So Diamond, well, uh, if I don't talk to you, have a great holiday season. And uh, thanks for spending some time. Yeah, thank you. Wish everyone a Merry Christmas and uh, a safe and happy holiday season. And, you know, we look forward to a, a very heart healthy 2024. Sounds great. Diamond Fernandez from the HeartFit Clinic, heartfit.ca. And coming up on Vancouver Consumer, have you started buying Christmas presents yet? If you're thinking about it, especially buying for kids, I've got a great idea. It's called the five gift rule. Sounds like a lot, but it's actually a very creative idea. I'll explain it next when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. Hate to say it, but it's time to think about Christmas shopping. I mean, it is December. And if you've got kids, there's some serious pressure there. They can be demanding and they know exactly what they want. It's easy to feel like you're overindulging the kids, but at the same time, you want them to be happy. And there's one new theory that is popular online. It's called the five gift rule. No more than five gifts. And each one is a specific type of gift. And it really makes Christmas shopping easier, especially if you've got kids, but it could also apply to adults, especially your partner or your spouse. So it's five gifts. Each gift is a specific category. Number one on the five gift rule is something they want. That's a no brainer because if you have kids, you know, there's always something that they want and they know exactly what it is and they'll tell you what it is. So that's a a given. Number one, something they want. Number two on the five gift rule is something they need. Maybe it's something for school. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a boring sweater. Could be a lunchbox or a really cool bike helmet or something like that. Number three on the list, something to wear, piece of clothing. If you've seen the movie Christmas Story, it was a huge rabbit costume. I don't recommend that. Uh, something cool that they'll, that they'll wear. Uh, so that's something to wear. Number four on the five gift list, something to read. Get them a good book. And if you do some research, you can find the hot books that are perfect for whatever age they are. Go to Kids Books on West Vancouver in Vancouver, uh, or in West, on West Broadway in Vancouver. They're also in Ed, Edgemont Village in North Van. Uh, they are completely tuned in to what's going on when it comes to books for kids and young adults. Now, the fifth gift in the five gift rule is where it gets really interesting. The fifth gift is something they need or want, but they don't really know it yet. And if you put some thought into that one, it can be the best gift. Think about what your kid is really into. Maybe they're starting to show a talent for drawing. Uh, You could buy them a book of blank pages formatted like a comic book so they can write and draw their own comic. You can find those at bookstores and on Amazon. Or if it's your spouse, you know, maybe music lessons, something like that. So that's the five gift rule. 
The first gift, something they want, then something they need, then something to wear, something to read, and the final gift, the coolest one of all, is something they need or want, they just don't know it yet. It makes shopping a little easier. Plus, if you talk to your kids or your spouse about it, you can manage their expectations, and they might even feel a little more grateful for what they're getting. And uh, like I say, that's mostly for kids, but it doesn't have to be. could be if you're shopping for a spouse too. And depending on the person, uh, you might want to throw in a sixth gift. That is something to drink. So uh, good luck with your Christmas shopping. I know it's a challenge, but uh, get to it now and you'll thank me and maybe you'll stay out of the mall on Christmas Eve. Coming up on Vancouver Consumer, it's the consumer news headlines from the past week, including some new questions about the latest iPhone update. Is it a security concern? And sextortion. What is it and why the province wants to do something about it? That story and more when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.